Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another Buffalo TechCast, where we talk to founders and funders about the startup ecosystem here in Western New York. We'll get to the program in a second, but first, make sure you subscribe to us on SoundCloud or on iTunes. Okay, everybody, thank you for tuning in to another week of Buffalo TechCast. I am your host, as usual, Dan Miner, a staff writer at Buffalo Business First, who covers many things at Buffalo Business First, um, but among them, startups and technology companies. Uh, we have a good program today. It's uh, sort of a theme-based program, actually, around the concept of pitching to investors, which is a subject that I suspect is of interest to the bulk of my listeners, um, and uh, mostly because the, those listeners consist of uh, not just of entrepreneurs, but also of the people who assist them, from attorneys to accountants to contract development shops and many more. So I had the occasion recently of talking to three local people who were experienced in receiving investor pitches. Then those include Scott Friedman, the chair and the CEO of Lippis Machias Wexler Friedman Law Firm and the organizer of the Buffalo Capital Partners Angel Group, Jack McGowan, the director of the Western New York Venture Association and the Buffalo Angels, and Ron Schreiber, the longtime venture capitalist who co-founded Z80 Labs and who is a partner at both SoftBank Capital and Seed Capital Partners. So the initial um, impetus for those discussions was uh, a, st- a story in an upcoming bu- uh, business first section around business meetings, of all things. Um, but I started to, you know, through the course of those conversations, um, it, for me at least, it started to shift from sort of a, a, a mundane story into really an interesting exercise about the overall subject of startups and when and how they appeal to investors. And so just to start it off, if I were to sort of synthesize, synthesize their lessons, I'd say they're looking for a basic catalog of, of information, both from a technical product and financial standpoint, for a mix between enthusiasm and truthfulness, um, for a product which walks the tightrope, uh, for really a company, I should say, overall, which walks the tightrope of what's acceptable for venture backing, and uh, looking for a team that has both the knowledge and the chemistry to survive rigorous product development and sales cycles without tanking the entire company. So unfortunately, I didn't record these interviews because I didn't really realize up front that I was going to be making a podcast out of them. So what I'm going to do here is basically repeat uh, what these three investors told me. You can kind of think of it as, I would say, as an edited transcript. Um, and so we're going to start first off with Ron Schreiber, the longtime entrepreneur and venture capitalist. And uh, this is what he told me. In terms of pitch decks, there are an awful lot of repeatable structures out there that people can follow. You have to describe the problem, the solution, the uniqueness of that solution, and the economic thesis behind it all. The last piece is about the execution describing the team, advisors, relationships, and partners so that, that, so that the idea becomes believable. Companies distinguish themselves through the substance of that dialogue. They have to have the talent and the capabilities to give you detailed answers to your questions. That's what I would want to see in a pitch, but you also have to talk about the size and the scale of the opportunity. When you get into the big leagues of investors, they need to see very large opportunities. If we don't see, he's not talking about Z80 here, but rather Seed and SoftBank. Um, if we don't see a billion-dollar market, then it's basically not a significant bench venture play. But when you get into those larger stakes, you have sophisticated investors with the analytical capability to see what they're looking at. 
The team, uh, Ron continues, the team dynamic is extremely important, knowing that they have track records together and that they've worked harmoniously for a period of years. To the extent that the team has a track record, you're de-risking the opportunity, and that's important. Also, your ability to enlist successful people, either as advisors, investors, mentors, or employees, says a lot. Listen, Ron says, all this stuff is a projection, and you need to be you need to be truthful, but you also need to be optimistic. If you can't convince yourself and you and you can't get potential investors excited, you're missing the boat. It's better to paint a grander picture, since this is all a projection anyhow, than it is to be underwhelming. Okay, so those were the words of Ron Schreiber, who was taking a break from a busy day of judging 43 North. And next, we're going to turn to Jack McGowan, the Insight Consulting Project Manager, whose role gives him access to many startup pitches, sometimes uh, the ability to watch uh, the same company pitch numerous times over the course of years. And here's what Jack has to say. The first part is that it's concise and understandable, and that it hits the key business issues. A lot of times an entrepreneur spends too much time talking about the product and things like the management team, the progress they've made to validate with customers, and the progress they've made to validate with customers and the economics of the deal don't get developed enough. Ideally, the person pitching is the CEO, but if they're more of a technically focused person or an inventor, sometimes it's better to hear from the person leading the sales effort. Communicating well, after all, is important. Jack continues, certainly you need to be positive about the prospects of the business idea, but you need to support that with the facts or data. You can't just get up and start talking about how great this is going to be, but not have anything to back it up. In most cases, what we're looking for at least is at least a working prototype that can demonstrate to the market that it works. We also usually want to see whether the customer has gone out and talked to customers and gotten legitimate input from them, because that's what it's all about. You want the customers to buy your product. Okay, so those that was uh, Jack McGowan. Um, and finally, we come to Scott Friedman, who's a lawyer by trade, of course, but also a longtime investor with deep roots in Buffalo's medical community and who organized a grouping of prominent business professionals to make investments under the Buffalo, Capitors, uh, Buffalo Capital Partners flag. And this is what Scott says. As much as anything, I ask myself whether the people I'm talking to are focused. What else is an entrepreneur doing with their time? I've worked with university professors who've left the university to start a company. I've also worked with professors who are working around multiple innovations at the same time. And that's really challenging to do as opposed to someone who's single-minded in pursuit of an opportunity. I'm also looking at their business plan. What kind of market opportunity has that entrepreneur identified? How big is it? Who are the competitors? What is the articulated advantage over what's filling the market today, and are those advantages relatively trivial, or are they measured in magnitudes of order? On appearances, it depends. If, I, if I'm thinking about investing in a new pharmaceutical company or a cancer vaccine, I might want an individual who looks like a doctor or a PhD. If it's a technology company and it's being developed by teenagers or and or 20-year-olds, I think I'd assume their style is a little different. I really try to evaluate people as potential salesmen and women to their particular markets. Since this conversation isn't just with me, it's with the end users and with the potential buyers. You have to ask yourself, how would this person present to that market? Okay, so that was Scott Freeman wrapping up the insight from three local prominent investors about what they like to see uh, for early-stage entrepreneurs who are coming in and trying to pry them uh, with their early pry them from their early-stage capital. 
Uh, so thanks, everyone. This is uh, Buffalo TechCast, hosted by Business First staff writer Dan Miner. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't yet on iTunes or on SoundCloud, and we'll talk to you all next week.